Hello, hello, hello. And uh, this is Double OK with Spiritual Life View. Tonight is going to definitely be an amazing night. Uh, we're going to speak on the subject of heaven. And before we get into it, I'd like to go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to your throne right now in the name of Yeshua. Thanking you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you will do. Heavenly Father, as we dig into your word, I pray none of me and all of you, Father. Holy Spirit, rise up like you do and speak the words of revelation, the words of wisdom. Drop jewels on uh, the ears of those, the listeners of your children, Lord. And let us receive the blessing and what it is that you would have for us to understand about our eternal home. And just the revelations of the things that you would want us to know. And uh, let it bless each and every one of us, Lord. And I'm excited, Lord, to see what it is that you have to say to us, your people. We give you praise and glory. And it's in your son, Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. So today I want to speak to you about heaven, your eternal home, uh, man of faith and woman of faith. I did a study uh, last night. And let me tell you something. I knew that Satan... Uh, was going to attack me because of the things that I was going to talk about and just the revelation of the things that uh, is pertaining in this study because, of course, we all know he doesn't want um, us to be blessed. He doesn't want uh, this kind of wisdom out. So I'm telling y'all, all day I've been attacked and even this afternoon, you know, just so many things and occasions and things happening to where it's like uh, he's trying to or tried to uh, make me lose focus. Even now, people that I haven't heard from in forever are trying to message my phone uh, so that I don't get this out. So I'm going to do the best I can to uh, give this to you guys as patiently and calm as I know how and uh as I give it you guys can pray because even the Lord knows that um you would pray for me so he'll go ahead and bless the uh message in advance because he's all knowing that's just how amazing he is <clears throat> so we'll just start right off uh there's a lot of things about heaven that uh we don't know uh, there's a lot of things that will be new every day. Um, but what I want to do first is I hope that you guys have a pen because I'm going to run through some scriptures and I'm just going to tell you the different things um, concerning the scripture. I'm going to tell you the different things uh, about heaven. Now, first of all, if you look at Acts and, and these scriptures are not in any particular order, okay? So please understand that it's not in any particular order. All right, so we'll first look at Acts chapter 7, 55. Don't turn there because like I said, I'm going to move kind of quick on it. Uh, you can write it down and you can go back and search it for yourself later. Okay, so Acts 7 and 55 tells you that Yeshua is on the right hand of the Father in heaven. 
Okay, now what I also want you to do is use the gift of imagination because in your imagination, uh, you're able to close your eyes and really picture things. This is uh, part of how you meditate. And so while I speak on these things, if you want, you can put yourself in a dark room and or you can just close your eyes, get to a quiet place and really listen to what I'm saying and allow uh, the Holy Spirit to really manifest itself to you personally uh, through your imagination as you are under the sound of my voice and the sound of the spirits leading. Uh, so that you can actually get a good glimpse of what your have what uh, your heavenly home will be like. And I also want you to keep in mind that you have heaven and then you have earth in which we will actually abide for eternity in the heaven on earth. The new Jerusalem will come down and uh, the Lord will dwell with his people on the new earth forever. But there will be a point in time where we all uh, will meet him in the skies and we'll be with the Lord uh, in heaven. And of course, that's where the great feast and everything uh, will take place. But when all is said and done and after the great white throne judgment, uh, the new Jerusalem will come down to the new heaven. I mean, to the new earth. And it's there that we will live for an eternity. But let me let me describe to you what heaven is right now. I want to kind of give you a visual picture of what's going on in heaven right now. What's there as we speak. And, and then we'll just go from there as the spirit moves. So Acts 755 says Yeshua is on the right hand uh, of the father. Uh, Hebrews 9:23 and 24 explains how uh, the holy places here are a pattern of what's there. Now, what I mean by the holy places here are a pattern of what's there is because you can create a building. But let me tell you something, that building is dead. It doesn't move. It doesn't, you doesn't, you can't feel anything from it. It's a building made uh, with hands of man. You understand? But when you go to heaven, uh, the buildings there are alive. Everything there is alive. So uh, you can actually communicate, believe it or not, uh, with everything there because everything is living and you have a connection uh, with everything there. Okay? But um, as far as Hebrews 9, 23 and 24, it explains about the tabernacle there and the tabernacle there uh, is so much more than the tabernacles that we have created here. Uh, but, you know, Paul, I believe it is. He's explaining to you how the tabernacles you see here and the things, some of the things that you see here are just a shadow or a pattern of what is actually there. That's what that Hebrews is explaining. If you want to. Uh, meditate on that uh, basically in, in, in short uh, terms I would say that uh, if you imagine the buildings here uh, just know that it's like a billion times better because it's there because it's alive everything you see around you uh, has already been created uh, it, not just in our imaginations, um, but the Lord has given us imagination of creativity. See, we're like minded. You know what I mean? He is the creator of all creation, you know, but he also uh, placed in us uh, his likeness. And one of those things that uh, we like to do is what he does. And that's create. So when he talks about the tabernacle, Paul explains this is just a pattern 
of of those things to come of what's already there. Matthew 18 and 10 says, our guardian angels are always before the face of the Lord or for the face before the face of the father. So as of right now, we know that the guardian angels, that's the guardian angels that's been uh, by our side since birth, that's here protecting us and doing the things that they do. Uh, they're ever before the presence of the father, they're ever uh, before his face. And you have to understand that is a multidimensional uh, thing going on right there because they're ever They're always before the face of the Father. Do you understand? Uh, Luke 15 and 10. Now, as I express some of these things, you can go back and choose what section, what part, or what piece you like to meditate on. And choose these things as meditations because I'm telling you, uh, the Lord will reveal even more things deeper in depth, uh, wisdom concerning these areas. And I'm kind of speaking fast because I really want y'all to get everything that I have to say. Okay, so not only are the angels there before our guardian angels are there, but and of course, there's many angels there. Luke 15 and 10 um, says that there's joy, a spirit in the present, that there's joy in the presence of the angels of Elohim over one sinner that repents. There's joy in the presence. Now think about this. Joy is in the presence of the angels of Elohim. Did you know joy is a spirit? So the spirit of joy is in the presence if you want to look at it like that. The spirit of joy is in the presence of the angels because every sinner that repents. And do you know people are getting saved every single day? This is why there is continual praise. There is a continual joy in heaven as we speak right now because every single time a sinner comes to repentance, joy takes over the angels uh, and the angels rejoice. 1 Corinthians 13, 15, 40 through 54 talks about celestial bodies, celestial bodies. And celestial bodies are simply heavenly bodies. Now, let me tell you about these bodies. These bodies are incorruptible. They can't be destroyed. They can't be. They are glorified, which means they are full of light, just like the father is the father of lights and he's full of light. He's made of light. We will be made of light when we transform into these celestial bodies, these heavenly bodies. These bodies are powerful. This is what uh, first Corinthians talk about. Go read it. These bodies are powerful. These bodies are spiritual bodies. It's it's a heavenly thing. So we know that these bodies are spiritual. Um, and, and, and understand this. The Messiah, when he ascended into heaven and he came back down, when he came back down, uh, he was able to appear in the midst of people. He was able to appear and disappear. These things are, are, are we are going to take upon uh, as soon as we get in our celestial bodies. We'll be able to do uh, the very things that uh, he was doing. He was able to ascend into heaven on a cloud, which means he could fly. Uh, I believe with all of my heart that flying will definitely be uh, one of the blessings of heaven uh, concerning these celestial bodies. There will be no limit. Do you understand? Because they're incorruptible. They're glorified and they're powerful. You know, they're, 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 they're at, at its full potential in the spirit realm. 
And now think about this. These bodies are not made of flesh and blood because uh, flesh and blood can't even enter into heaven. These bodies are immortal. And immortal means they will never die. These bodies could never die. So we will never die. It'll be an everlasting life. We will never die. It's a victorious body because death is swallowed up by victory concerning it. You see what I'm saying? So soon as you get into this celestial body, you are a victorious body because death will never be able to take on you. You are victorious over death. So when you go back and read 1 Corinthians, you can pause this or whatever. You can go back and read what I'm saying. And then you can understand fully of what I mean about just how amazing uh, these celestial bodies are, these heavenly bodies are. Revelations 4, 2 through 11 talks about the throne. Revelations 4, 2 through 11. It talks about the throne and he who sat on the throne. It talks about rainbows. There'll be rainbows there. It talks about thunders and lightnings and voices. Can you imagine the throne? I mean, just for real, sit and imagine the throne. Just imagine the throne. Imagine uh, thunders and lightnings all around the throne. Voices are just praising and singing songs to the Lord. And the lamp, which are the seven spirits. You have the the, the lamps, which Revelations 4 uh, 2 through 11 talks about and these lamps are the seven spirits of Elohim did you know that the Holy Spirit is not the only spirit of Elohim that's why it talks about the seven spirits we'll get into that on another uh, time um, you know due to the time that we have concerning this but there are seven spirits of Elohim it talks about a glass sea that looks like a crystal uh, in heaven, which is why people say my sins are being thrown in the crystal sea. I don't agree with that statement. Your your sins have been forgiven and, and they're, 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 he'll remember them no more. But by them being thrown in the crystal sea, I'm not going to agree with that. Show me in scripture it says that. But I do know that there is a glass sea that looks like a crystal in heaven. There's angels in heaven and crowns in heaven. And of course, I can't wait to get my crown. Everything is alive. All things have light, life and love. Everything is full of light, life and love. The grass is full of light, life and love. The flowers, the buildings, hallelujah, is full of light, life and love. The people, not only the people, but the beast and the angels. Yes, there are beasts there. There's all kinds of uh, animals and things that you have never seen, like you have never seen. Things that have 10 and 11 eyes at one time and 3, 4 and 5 heads at one time. I'm telling you, the Bible talks about it. Elijah described some of it um, some of the great prophets of the Old Testament describes about seeing these angels um, one flying uh, uh, left to right side to side moving simultaneously all kinds of different uh, angels when we think of angels we see uh, human beings with wings that's the best thing we come up with because most people who have had encounters with angels uh, has had an encounter where the angel uh, allowed itself to transform into a human-like 
uh, structure with with wings. But let me tell you something. The description that the Bible describes the angels is is far from it. It talks about, you know, uh, all of the eyes that it has, the more head than one. It has more than two wings. It talks about six and seven and eight wings. It has, you know, flying in different directions. It doesn't just fly straight up. You know, I mean, it's just it's amazing. The angels now, us human, we have fear in our heart. So I know that, and what I mean by fear in our heart, we, we naturally scared of things. Man, if we saw a real angel, like the way it actually is, with all of them eyes and all that, we'd probably have a heart attack, man. We'd probably faint. <laughs> because that's just how amazingly glorious these angels are. But see, when we get there, we'll know love fully. So we, there'll be no fear because perfect love cast out fear so once love is perfected inside of us we'll be able to look upon these things and actually enjoy the amazing uh, uh, sight of these creatures and these animals there's just so much in heaven it's ever expanding because he will never stop creating. This is very important, y'all, because a lot of people wonder, man, what am I going to do in heaven? Like, you know, what are we going to do? You know, by the time we get through doing everything, you know, it, then then what? You know, we don't want to do the same things. Heaven is ever expanding. The Lord is creating heaven as we speak. Uh, in, in scripture, the Messiah said, I go to prepare a place for you. And I'll be describing a little bit of the place that he... uh that he actually uh, went to go prepare and I'll, and I'll actually base it on scripture as well. But let me tell you something. Uh, when we get there, you think our creativity will stop while we're just because uh, we left Earth? You think our creativity will stop at Earth? No. Just like we create here, we're going to create there. We're going to help the Lord create heaven. We're going to help the Lord create. He's going to allow us to take part in creating. It's not that he needs help. It's that he wants us to be creative. He wants us to create. He wants us to do the very things that he does, which is why he created us in his image and in his likeness. And even in sin, we create the most amazing things. If you take a look around, you see the television, you see uh, karaoke, you see all kinds of things. You see beds and houses when there was a point where people was living in tents. But now we got AC units and all kinds of, you know, Allegra. Tell me where, you know what I'm saying? We have all kinds of things that... Uh, you know, we can speak to, uh, 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 what's that, uh, hey, we can, we can speak to Google, we can speak to, you know, Allegra, we can speak to, uh, um, Siri, and all these different things that respond, knowledge has just increased to its core, but we created these things. How much more are we going to create once we get to heaven? Amen? There's no time there. And because there's no time there, there's no aging there. Everything is new. Every moment. Nothing ever gets old ever. Ever. Everything is new every single moment. So it, you can't get bored with nothing. Even if you saw it more than once, it's new every time you see it. Every moment that you see it. 
There's no time there, so you ain't got time uh, to, 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 to waste because no time is there. You won't ever waste time. You'll always make time to do every single thing, every moment that you love to do. You'll never grow old. Never. You'll be ageless, which is the part of the blessing of you being in this in your immortal body. Everything will stay new every moment. Nothing will ever get old. Colors like you've never seen before. We we know the rainbows. We was raised up on red, yellow, pink, green, purple, orange, and blue. You know, black and gray and white. And we was those kind of things. Burgundy and maroon and violet. But we have never seen the kind of colors that will be there in heaven. And these colors will be alive. These colors will be alive in every single thing that you see. Hallelujah. Ooh. No need for words. Because every thought is understood. <laughs> Do you understand? Like, you know, you, you don't even have to speak. You can mentally say something to someone and that will be understood. That's how deep our connection will be with one another as well as with the Father. Because we're connected to, we'll be connected to everything and everyone. So we will understand really fast. There'll be no questions there. There'll be no questions because as soon as the thought of a question would arise, the answer will immediately appear. Wisdom at its best. You'll be knowing, you'll be knowing just as you are known. Even when we close our eyes, we will see him because he is light and there is no darkness there. Like we close our eyes right now, we see dark and maybe some light spots, but we definitely see black and we see dark. But there we'll be able to close our eyes and all we'll see is him. All we'll see is light, that perfect light. Hallelujah. Knowledge won't be, be withheld. We'll know everything. Everything that needs to be known, we'll know. You will fully feel all of the fruit of the spirit every moment it's a pure ecstasy the tree of life and its leaves will be made available to you the leaves are for healing the tree of life is for eternal eternal life it'll be made available to us every moment it will never cease to bear fruit it will never cease to grow leaves can you imagine how huge this tree must be it's not like the little apple tree that you look around and you see. The little peach tree is not going to be that. This is going to be the very tree of life, which branches expand probably for miles. Who knows? I don't know. But what I do know is it's got to be a big tree because everybody will be able to partake of every fruit that is on these tree on this tree. Just think of it. Your bodies will be able to appear and disappear we'll be able to fly 
will be able to run fast and not get tired because no one is tired there. There'll be no sickness. If you've been having a backache all your life or a bad knee all your life, everything will be taken away. All of the pain will be taken away. There'll be no tears. There'll be no stress. There'll be no hurt. You'll probably wonder, well, I made it, but why didn't my dad make it or why didn't my mom make it? There won't be a worry there. Everything will be completely understood. And because of the understanding, it will bring you great joy. Hallelujah. Great joy will overflow you because you have a complete understanding of why they didn't make it. The food that will be so amazing, yes, you will be able to eat better than you ever ate and you'll be able to eat free. <laughs> and I say that because I love to eat. The food is better than you anything you've ever tasted on this earth. You can't even imagine what the food will taste like. We'll have our own dwelling places, our own home. For the Lord did say, I go to prepare a place for you in my father's house. There are many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. And that's paraphrasing. You know the scripture. Heaven is a place of variety. John describes one aspect of heaven the future city Jerusalem as a cube as cubical in shape but it's a cube it's a cube of 1400 miles revelations 21 15 through 16 tells you this now think about this a cube of 1400 miles is roughly the distance between Maine and Florida on all sides of this Jerusalem, this Jerusalem that's going to come down and, and, and dwell on this new earth. So this new earth has got to be huge because think about it. The diameter of the moon is about 2,160 miles. The new Jerusalem will be 2,600 miles in diameter. That's bigger than the moon. To put it another way, the New Jerusalem will be around 2,250,000 square miles or 15,000 times the size of London, England. Go Google that stuff. Someone estimated 20 billion people could live in such a city. I'm not saying that's how many people going to heaven. I'm talking about the New Jerusalem here on the New Earth. Someone estimated about 20 billion people could live in such a city. And that's assuming that 25% of the city is used for dwelling places and the rest is used for like parks and common areas. Because you know it ain't just going to be mansions. It's possible that each person will have a cubicle, a cubicle block measuring 75 acres of their own. I'm saying from the description given by John in Revelations. This future too also uh, seems to have streets running vertically as well as horizontally. It, it, it's, it's the travel is going to be multidimensional. Not to mention the way we travel, we'll be able to fly, we'll be able to run, we'll be able to appear and disappear. We'll be able to experience the streets made of gold. And that's only one aspect of the future glory. 
There will be a millennial kingdom, a new heaven and a new earth with plenty of things to do, plenty of places to see. We'll have an eternity to do this and eternity will ever expand. Heaven will be personal. In John 14, 2, Yeshua told his disciples he was going to prepare a place for them, specifically for them. Heaven is a place that has us in mind. We will be changed to, to we'll be changed to suit our new environment. And the place itself will be decorated for our enjoyment because he went to go prepare a place for us the place has us in mind things that we knew didn't even know uh that we like will be there i'm not gonna lie every day i'm like man lord please let my dog be there the one that died that was real real close to me back when i was little i think about that dog every day lord you know i love him to death you can do all things father i'm just asking you to please let that dog that dog save my life lord I want to be able to tell that dog, thank you. We need to communicate. You know what I mean? And you just never know. I'm not saying, hey, you know, they got a movie. All dogs go to heaven. Hopefully. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, I know you had an animal at one point in your life that you hoped that hope would be in heaven. Heaven would be a place of relationships. You know this. In heaven, we will be with our father, our savior, our helper, the Holy Spirit, in an immediate and intimate way. That means we'll be able to, they'll be at our access every moment. Anytime we want to talk to them, they will be right there. The Holy Spirit will be able to speak to them in multidimensional conversations. Think about that. Meditate on that one one time. We'll have multidimensional conversations. And I'm going to tell you something. The Spirit gave me that because I don't even know what that is. I'm going to go look that up myself. But we will have multidimensional conversations with the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Simultaneously, even. Man, how wonderful that got to be. And we'll see other people there, like Peter, Paul, Thomas, Abraham, and other friends and family. We'll be able to do that. And we'll know who they who they were. We'll know who they were on earth. But then I also believe, because according to scripture, that uh, there's going to come a point where the old earth and the things thereof won't even be brought to mind. But I don't believe that it will cause us to forget who we were. I don't believe that it'll cause I don't believe that it'll cause us to forget who our family is. I don't believe it'll cause us to forget who Peter was, who Paul and Thomas was. Because at this great feast the Bible talks about, it talks about us sitting there with these kind of people and knowing who they are. Heaven is an amazing place, friend. Men of faith, woman of faith, I pray that you stand strong because the time is coming and it is even near at the door where we will go home. Where we will be caught up in the moment in a twinkling of the eye. 
And so shall we be with the Lord forever. Are you ready? Can you say that you're ready to go to this place? This place that's filled with love. But let me ask you something. How would you and why would you want to go to a place that's full of love if you're not practicing that love right here, right now? Heaven is so amazing. You know what else I believe? I believe that heaven will have a countryside. I believe that heaven will have a city. You know, some of us, we like to live in the country. Some of us, we like to live in a city. And when I say heaven, keep in mind that Jerusalem will come down to the new earth and that will be our home forever. But I also believe that I could just uh, step out of my mansion and do one of them man stretches. Uh, Yeah, I think I'll fly to heaven today. And take off and go explore the heavens. I believe that the love will be so amazing. Oh, and the best part, there'll be no need for rest. Let me give you some small things. (laughs) There'll be no need to take baths because we'll always ever be clean. (laughs) To the ones who don't like to take them, Lord forbid. (laughs) No need to brush your teeth because there's no such thing as plaque and ginger fighters and all of that stuff there. I will will ever be okay in that area. No need for creating toothpaste. No need for looking in mirrors and those kind of things. I'm sure we'll see our reflection in those shiny streets made of gold. And I'm sure we'll see our reflection. But because there's no such thing as pride or or envy or boasting or anything like that, we won't need to look in the mirror to see how we look because we'll know for sure it's not about us. We won't ever get angry. There'll never be a sign of frustration, a sign of hurt. There'll only be joy. There'll only be life. There'll only be peace. There'll only be love. Always, continually, for eternity. Can you imagine? There's a song that says, I can only imagine. And then he tells it what it will be like when I walk by your side. But he say, surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? Will I stand before you, Yeshua, or will I in awe of you be still? Let me explain something to you. I know what I'm going to do and what you're going to do. And what everyone's going to do, hallelujah. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess The love, I'm sorry, the love will be so overwhelming. The love will be so overwhelming 
every moment of ecstasy every moment can you imagine it you'll never be alone again you'll never feel sick again no more headaches no more pain can you feel it his expression of love is so is so amazing do you feel it and he wants you to know that he loves you so much that he's willing to share all of this and so he created you and so he came and he knew that you wouldn't be able to make it to this kind of place on your own because of sin entering into the world so the great love stripped himself of all that he had all that he was in heaven and came down as a baby and went through the process of the hell on earth just so that he can give us heaven for eternity he died so that you can live forever with him in this glory I encourage you man of faith woman of faith do everything within your power to hold fast to your faith and continue to ask the spirit to lead Salah My next podcast, I will be talking about hell and the things thereof. I'll give you testimonies in scripture and I'll let you be the judge, but I want you to pray and ask the spirit to reveal to you these things because it's his will for you to come to the knowledge of knowing your future of knowing your destiny of knowing where you will go and of knowing what you will miss hoping that you will go to heaven and miss hell and to the ones who were lost if you go to hell you're gonna miss heaven a great place Be encouraged, men of faith and women of faith. For the love that the Father has for you, his children, is greater than anything you could ever imagine. And it's because his scripture says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts and my ways are higher than your ways. As the heavens is higher than the earth, so is my thoughts higher than your thoughts and the and my ways than your ways. And so when we hear the scripture where he says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. No matter how 
good you try to imagine of what he can, uh, of the way he thinks towards you or his love towards you, no matter how abundant it is, the love that you can think in your mind, he says, son, daughter, that's not even close. For I love you far more, far more than you can ever imagine. Far more than you could ever think. You can't even think of how abundant. Be encouraged. Meditate on his love and meditate on the things that I've just shared with you and know that the way that I've described it falls so far (laughs) from what it'll actually be. It falls far. My words... Are earthly. I can't, I can't even tell you how much he loves you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm overwhelmed when I just think about the fact that his love is that abundant. Be blessed, man of faith and woman of faith. And now, Father, I pray that everyone that was under the sound of my voice received what they needed to receive tonight. And on that, let them salah in Yeshua's name. This is double OK with Spiritual Live View. Be blessed.